All right. Good day, good evening, good night, good morning. Welcome to the Reels Tennis Podcast, Podcast 149. This is a bit of a test. So, yes, we do have seemingly we have sound effects. We have an introductory music. So this is going to be interesting. So I I don't really like that intro music. It sounds like something from the 80s. I feel like it sounds like a super spy coming. Well, we're black folks, so we're always suspicious. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hello, ladies. And before I go any further, let me just say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there except Janina. Just putting it out there. (laughs) Because this podcast is... A little behind because Janina just put it out. There. How are you, Andreen? How are you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> Janina gave herself her own Mother's Day presents by sleeping in. So I think that's a I round of applause. I mean, like, you, girl. I mean, like, us childless people just got to suffer at the hands of mothers. Well, at least this mother. Man, just this were calling, you were calling. You were And I was like, <laughs> At this point, I was just like, something happened, okay? But I don't even have your husband number to find out if he died or someone died, your child well, it, was just, it was so weird because we were like, I thought she had plans on Mother's Day. And this oh, is the best time for her. I, What's know, going I know, right? She set the time, people. Listen, this is she how set I know they the time. She set the time. Because when I finally responded to a message, Cordell says, what the fuck? <laughs> he never talked to me like that. <laughs> I was, I was like, oh, shit. She's like, I was sleeping. <laughs> you don't get that privilege, okay? Especially when someone is like three hours behind us. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> but anyway. That's all Enough about you, okay? Andreen from Soli Tennis Travel. How are you doing, girl? Actually, surprisingly wide awake because uh, I've passed a significant age barrier. And once you pass that age barrier, your body apparently doesn't want to sleep beyond 6 a.m. anymore. Mm. So I was up and raring to go, but I haven't had coffee and I probably (laughs) will feel it midway through this. Yeah. But you know who's having coffee right now, right? You know who made sure they got their cup of coffee? (laughs) Janina from Farron, Ohio. Hello, Janina from Foreign Ohio. What are you gonna sh- What are you gonna do to talk about the know. fact that your uterus dropped? <laughs> this is out of control. <laughs> no. no, happy Mother's Day to you. Yeah. You look like you have a good time being a mom, unlike some others. Um, so. <laughs> Some days, some days she, some days she has a good time being a mom. Other days she just like, <laughs> you want to have my kid? You can have it. Wow, <laughs> oh, we have sound effects. <laughs> oh, shit. So uh, only reels gets to use them. I know. This is unacceptable. I don't know how to. But apparently, find but only, only. Of course, of course. <laughs> oh. I- <laughs> I'm sure you will. Mm-hmm. So let's get into this so that we can all get our lives together and go get food after. You know what I mean? And call all my friends. <laughs> so <laughs> my favorite moment this morning is Janina checking scores. 
apparently Rip Van Winkle here just slept through a hole yesterday and into today. Because um, she- I did check the schedule in the morning <laughs> around 7 a.m., um, but that, that was it. I was busy all day. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's back into the biggest surprise of Madrid for us all then. That Madrid is still a tournament. That's a surprise to me. I'm just all here for that. <laughs> Ooh, who won I'm that? just going to say that. I mean, Who's even in it? that woman's final was lackluster. I mean... Uh, Kiki, Kiki, not even a good Kiki. Kiki. Exactly, Kiki, Kiki Britton. Kiki Britton versus Simona <laughs> Halep. At, at this time, Simona Halep has to stop being a buy for women in the finals. She just no, no. You know what though? It was interesting. Simona Halep was yeah, playing. If my timeline was to believed, um, to be believed, um, fabulous tennis all week. Simona, all was week. On she was fire. like, I think I what didn't she? Did she and she was, yeah, like, didn't she double she bagel someone? Yeah, like, playing like Rafa wants to. On fire! Yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It was reminding. I was thinking to myself. I was thinking our our friend of the podcast, Bridge P, <laughs> must have been loving Simona this week because you know Simona. When remember when Simona had her breakout on Clay a couple years ago? This was the surface for her. She used to move beautifully on this. Right. She she has been. She's proven herself to be an efficient. Mm-hmm. Click yeah, there. Very efficient. Until she, until she, she got Kiki across the net. And Kiki was it. like, guess what? I'm about to beat you without a serve. <laughs> well, not only that, too. Every time Simona break, broke Kiki, Simona was just like, hey, Kiki, here's a break back. Take it. You over there. Like, she wasn't interested in this. And she was, and what was upsetting me was that she was getting frustrated up, seemingly frustrated on the court, pounding on the court and like screaming. I'm just like, but you're not doing anything, though. I don't know why you're mad because, like, you're not fixing your problem. Like, you know, you are creating even more problems for yourself. And there was no reason for Kiki to win that match other than Kiki just was just like, you know what? This is a free premiere title. I'm going to take it. She don't want it. So let she me just go ahead score. and wrap this up on the money. But yeah, I was expecting it was like exciting. a free net battle. Yeah, it wasn't exciting. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, you know what? I don't, six, four, I don't six, really four. like Simona. She's so nice and I'm not even, fine with it. Not even the Kiki we like, though. And that's why I'm <laughs> I think she's just little and stupid. <laughs> I mean, like, I wanted my our Kiki, you know. Because... <laughs> oh my god! Okay, okay. <laughs> keep sipping okay. your coffee. We're gonna try to delete that. Okay, we're gonna try to delete that. But, and you know, just, like, drink, drink your coffee. coffee. Drink your coffee. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on. <laughs> However, um, what about some other matchups during the week that really oh jumps out at you? Stupid Simona! Every time on the women's side. On the women's side, yes, we're talking about women. Well, um, <laughs> no, what's her name? Sloan looked like she was heading for somewhere. I, so too. I was a little bit surprised that Sloan didn't make it to the final. I was like, Yeah, oh. I was just like, Oh, girl, yes, get on it. You know what I mean? We don't want to be fucking losing, as she said, right? It's fucking <laughs> sucks, right? But apparently, <laughs> she, lost. she lost to Kiki, too, in straight sets. Let's Two, six, five, seven. Kiki was in control. Um, oh, you know who was Benchich? Benchich was having a fantastic was, yeah. week. Fantastic. But she ran out of steam in the third set, though. Simona was just baking up some goods to these people. And Benchich took out Osaka, mm-hmm. who, according to my uh, my app that 
provide, I want to say, quote unquote, news, because there's never a person who wrote this, right? Because I really want to see who write these titles, because they said Osaka played zombie, like tapped into zombie, like tennis, and I like to win one of her rounds. I was just like, what uh, does that mean? What is zombie like? I guess she made some comments about, you know, like she felt like a zombie out there because she's claiming she's not 100%. Mm, yeah so wow that's that actually a really tennis. that's actually a really appropriate i figured out what bothers tennis. me <laughs> about general but you know that's just me and just i me. still feel like it's cultural but mm-hmm. no i'm not i'm not when what? she is clearly hold on happy, don't say anything racist um, do not say anything racist i feel like she's still trying to be reserved and doesn't let that shine through that's and 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 it is my understanding that Asian mm. people are. That's mm. how they're taught to be very reserved, not you know uh, overly excited like myself. Um, but I really feel like I feel like like there's something bubbling underneath the surface when she wins a match. Like she really just wants to let it out, but she's battling. I feel like that is all over her face. Like, Oh my God, I can't do it. I want to do it. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. I really feel like that. And I want to see her just like yell and scream and jump up and down and, you know, be happy. Like you want to be whatever that. But I think she does a lot to be expressive when she's upset. So I don't know why she's not being expressive if she has to be happy or joyous about something. Because she, when she's isn't that interesting, isn't that interesting how like there's the assumption that she has no affect, but she actually has a ton of affect. It's just the negative ones, not the positive yeah. ones. Well, because you're not going to smash your racket or throw things when you're happy, right? She doesn't mm. know what to do. Depends she clearly doesn't know what to do. God, um, what if she starts doing the Nole boob throw? <laughs> no one's doing that. Is he still doing that? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch him. Yeah, and Fabio did that during uh, doubles. They did. They did. Yeah, just in Indian Wells. Well, I mean, um, it for me, I thought that Benchich had a really good week. I, I thought that there was some fun. I, I, I really love the matchup between her and Svetlana Kuznetsova. That was amazing. And you know what? Um, the In the actual Osaka match, Osaka was serving for the match. And I think Benchich broke her love 40. <laughs> broke her at oh, love. Yeah. <laughs> broke her at love, held serve, and then broke her again. I think it was. It was uh, fantastic. Osaka <laughs> came out blazing. Osaka took the first set and then lost the second set and then kind of lost her weight from then on. But Benchich looked like I'm surprised. I'm Kuzi's playing solid. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully she gets match fitness and she's up there. When she's not ha- touching my faves, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And um, we see, I'm not sure about Osaka, but I think she might be taking a break because the pressure is really going to be at the French Open. Let me see. I mean, I guess so. I don't, you know, what's interesting. I mean, I think the interesting thing about how the matches went is like, there's such clay matches, right? The person who starts out dominant in the first set doesn't necessarily mean that they'll be the ones raising their hands at the very end. Because, because you, you have to raise your level again. That first set, well, because you get lost. Be right, first set, you can get lost in the middle of a clay court match. Yeah. <laughs> you really can. <laughs> Both as a viewer <laughs> and, and a player. Oh my god, that's so true. Well, especially the viewer clay court tennis is that when you win the first set, it's going to require that same tennis and even more <laughs> in the second set. I because the person because it's clay, the person they never feel rushed, right? You feel like you yep. want to rush off the court, 
but it's just like, that's for not having one the first exactly. Set, right? But the other post is just like, we got time. We could wait. <laughs> we could wait, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I kept thinking about it because I was um, because of the Federer um, Monfils match, mm. and you know Federer be um, won the first set sick love, and all I kept thinking about was um, my friend who had read the Arthur Ashe biography, and Arthur's like, wait, once you if you win a set six love, watch out, that person's just getting settled. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a shuffle in the second right right? the person who got bageled (laughs) (laughs) because they feel like what else do i have to lose out here right you know what i mean like i've already been bageled like okay and they have showed they have shot their shot right (laughs) they have showed their okay now let's do something (laughs) differently but you know if we're gonna talk about the monfils match we finish wrapping up no, no, no. We can finish ladies. out with okay, the ladies. So, um, so Simona lost again another finals. Yeah, Kvitova seemingly Kvitova is playing solid throughout the year. There is no has been no real off matches except versus mm-hmm. Venus when she and her fans wanted to come for Venus. Just like bitch, please. Okay, you won't. <laughs> your, your fans ain't got the acumen, not the exotic oh, range to even try to come for Queen V. But, um. In other turn- tournament news, um, they had a couple of tournaments before this one. You had Sakari um, winning um, in, I guess it's Rabat. Is that what that is? Rabat. And she beat Joanna Kanta. And some Chichman, I guess from Switzerland, winning now. I don't know who she is. I don't even know who she beat. And... <laughs> To um, Zhang and Zhang. Zhang beat Zhang in the finals in Anning. So that's for the ladies. So all in all, we're heading into Rome tomorrow. So um, the Williams sisters will be there. And they're actually there. As Janina asked for us to confirm, I saw <laughs> pictures of Venus on um Were they photoshopped? <laughs> <laughs> I, one of one of our friends of the podcast, um, Steph, saw her live okay, in person. There, I believe it then. Steph would never lie. <laughs> and then... The Williams is in the back. Um, Serena looks fit, and she's practicing. She always looks fit in until it's time for her to play. That's the truth. I mean, no. Have you noticed this? She looks fit as fuck on the practice court. You see her in some amazing gown on a night out or something, and she looks great. And then they put a tennis kit on her, and she's like, "Ooh, what is with that?" (laughs) Maybe she's over it. (laughs) But she looks raring to go. I like like how Uh, Serena fans be like expecting 1999 Serena to show up, right? Like, (laughs) I don't expect her body to look completely different from day to day. That's what I don't expect. I don't mean, oh, you're talking about the body itself. Yeah, I'm talking about her okay, body. Okay, okay. I thought you were talking about tennis. I'm just like, God, this ain't 2002. No, Serena, no, no, no. Okay? Tennis is what it is. I mean, her her physical appearance. I swear, it's like she morphs. Well, you know what? You could spank up for the gongs. <laughs> you can't spank up for um tennis outfit. You just can't. I don't think she's spanking up for her practice. <laughs> well, that's I mean, she might be, but, but you know, I mean, I feel like sometimes what she wears to maybe, maybe you know, I mean, she's got a bit of a history of wearing some sketchy, you know, having some sketchy choices. So maybe that's what it is. She's just not dressing her body. Maybe I don't know. Moving on. Yeah, I would agree with that point. Well, but, you know, I don't want her fans to come for me, but you know, <laughs> Serena don't always dress for her body type. She just don't. 
She got money, but you know, she didn't well, let's see. Just I mean, We're not shaming mothers today. Mm. No. Um, but no, I mean, it's exciting. You were, you all were wondering and worrying who is, um, when are they returning? They have returned. The ladies have returned. We will see them this week. Um, I'm looking at the Rome draw, y'all. It's not bad on the women's side. No, nope. never. I mean, me the ladies, it. Rome um, always shows up for the ladies. They care. Yeah. I mean, first and foremost, okay, let's talk a little bit briefly about that. The Madrid crowd is embarrassing. <laughs> well, first of all, it's not a crowd. It's that the few people who showed up, okay? That ain't enough to be a crowd. <laughs> There's more people that yeah. of an accident well, than who showed up to watch some of these matches. It's crazy. But you know what it is, though? Honest to goodness, it's just... It, and you're about to see the change up. We're going to we're gonna see the change up in Rome. Because in Madrid, they would rather show up to see a man's match between two unknowns than two well-known women players. That's just how it is in Madrid. It's just the way it is. You could tell in the stands. I was like, why is this court packed? I was like, oh, two dudes. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. But in... Yeah, but in... I mean, in Rome... In Rome, they'll it'll be packed to the gills. Who at regardless, and they'll be cheering, and so. they would care. <laughs> they would really care about their <laughs> That's the thing. Because Italian fans don't give a fuck. They would boo you, scream at you, drag you out. And you know, traditionally, they've had some really good women's results. There, they've had some good. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good tournament. It looks like to go to and to play. So yeah, Osaka is going to start out with the winner of Subokova or Sasnovich. Yeah. That should be a tricky test either way. Venus has <laughs> to play Kiki, um, Elise Mertens in her first round. Serena Ooh. gets a That's quali, gets round. a qualifier, and then she has to face the winner of Venus versus Elise Mertens. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. So it, the quarters, the possible quarterfinalist is Osaka versus Kiki Burton's, Simona Halep versus Sloan again. So Sloan has a chance for a redo. Svitolina versus Kat Pliss. Ashley Barty versus um, Petra. Ooh, and Vika could play Svitolina in the second round. Ooh, mm-hmm. That could be that's interesting. Dennis Collin... I don't know if people don't really like her. Um, it's playing <laughs> um, Wozniacki, who um, your fave has been out here touting um, her work with um, Wozniacki. The first time a coach has ever done that for the Wozniacki clan. Whoever says, <laughs> and then that Peter Wozniacki. Oh, wait, Reels, I don't think you read that. Did you notice that the, wait, unless you're looking at this differently, the winner of Serena, Serena and Venus meet second round. Yeah, that's what I said. Serena would okay. be, <laughs> Serena has a qualifier first. Oh, wow, that's too bad. They play each other. Yeah. I hope. Venus I hope it happens. to see it. Venus oh, got a wild card into room. That's one of the reasons, I think. Oh. And oh. Serena is seated 10th. So. Oh, yeah. So wow, that's early. So we lose either pretty early. Although I don't I mean, know, lose if- Venus. Let's be one hundred here. Let's not pretend. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say I don't know if Venus is gonna win Mertens. that. I don't know if she's gonna get past Mertens because Mertens. No, because Mertens been playing well. Yeah. Mertens been playing really well, and she's had time to play. And Venus just flew in. So. Yeah, from wherever, from giving commencement speech. Oh, I think she graduated, isn't it? Is she graduated or like a? Wow, you know what? The Rome draw is stacked. Because immediately after that, it's whoever wins the Williams encounter, if that does happen, it's they're gonna play possibly Sloan yep. in the third. <laughs> Dear yes. Lord. And then I think you might have to play um 
hilarious. Hallop, I know people talk about. I, I I saw this thing where somebody put out like a projected draw, and they were like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, this is crazy!" And I'm just like, "But I know it's your favor and all, but you want your favor to beat upon people that they could beat all the time." That is not how favorite, you know what I mean? That's how your favorite. What do you mean? Like, they were like, oh my God, this is a draw from hell. This is unfair. Like, for who? Like, for Serena. For whom? Oh, I mean, well, it is, it is kind of, it's, it's a pretty stacked section of the draw, given, you know, given the fact that she hasn't played in a while. I mean, why? Yeah, why couldn't she start out with a little, you know, (laughs) Vita Sosa or something? Vita Sosa doesn't play anymore. Okay. I know, I know. Um, but the thing is, the draw is actually pretty stacked overall. I feel like there was no exit out of there anyway. Because look at poor Muguruza. No. Muguruza starts out. Yeah, she got started out with Zhang, and she might not she, she might not get out of that. She just might not. <laughs> I mean, it's mugs, okay? And y'all know mugs. She sleeps until she really wants to feel like she's a sleeper. You know what I mean? And she's just like... And then you get... So she can play no, Rome looks like fun. I hope I'm going to be able to get catch a couple of these matches. Well, Rome is fun for Live. us because you know we objectify women. <laughs> yes, all that is going to be the that is going to be the Rome the Rome episode is essentially just about our top six yes. ladies. So get your list ready and let's go on through it. All right, let's. So roll. yeah, so yeah, that's it for the ladies. So the Rome uh, Roma is said to be all about the ladies and exciting anyway. So. Do you really care about the men? No, no, I'm kidding. Um, we always do. Um, all the names jump out at me, so we'll see. Um, I think Petra's road to the number one title has gotten a little beaten up. So, um, she was—I think she was super close to being number one if she had gotten to the final, but that's not happening. So that's been <laughs> delayed. Hopefully, hopefully it's permanently delayed. But oh, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> God, I'm, the, listen. The amount of ink oh, that's yeah, going to be spilled true. if Petra makes it number one. Um, yeah. Let's delay that as much as possible. I'm over that. <laughs> you're right. You're right about that. Find me them dancing effects. I am effects. over that for right. sure. Ooh. Oh, shit. You know what? I bet you any money. Anyway, if and I don't. Approve of spying, but if you get people gun to head to some of these people, they've already written that article already. It's already written. Oh, honey, it's been said. It's been said. And gun to head, they'll be like, Yes, I've already written Petra's number one article. I know she's so awesome and amazing and all of that. <laughs> that she stole somebody's husband, but you know why Petra is amazing. But anyway. Holy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best thing that Petra can do is just beat someone up and it'll all, it'll all come together well. Um, because you know it's tennis, right? So we forgive those sins as well. So, we're willing to let that slide. Just as long as she doesn't run for an office job, you know. She'll be fine. <laughs> Petra. You know, Sometimes that doesn't matter yeah. either. If she comes to America, I mean. Yeah, it's Petra. There's a lot of leeway for you, Petra. A lot of leeway for you girls, so. Keep doing your rock on in your privilege, <laughs> girl. Great. You'll be fine. So on the men's <laughs> side, we had a couple. I think when we left off last time, um, Dominic team did win a title. Um, Barcelona. Um, he defeated mm-hmm. Rafa, and he deservedly yep. won the title over Medvedev. And at some point, somebody's gonna have to look into the fact that Medvedev keep losing matches in some very suspicious and odd ways. 
I don't know whether this is a fitness issue. I don't know whether this is a match fixing each issue. But yeah, you can't be out here getting bagel for no fucking reason when you were fighting in the first set. Maybe you need to fix your attitude because you know, um, if this were um Nick Kyrgios, we would have been hearing ink spill and people would have been more than calling him because he got to the final of Barcelona and lost six love. After beating Nishikori, Nishikori wouldn't even ever have done that. He would have retired. He wouldn't have taken a bagel like that. They should have let Nishikori get into the finals, Medvedev, <laughs> if you knew you were going to just show up there and don't show up. Just saying. Just saying. But Dominic took Rafa out in straight sets. So this is Rafa playing his second click out tournament for the year and not getting to a final. And no so, uh, dun dun dun. Where's the sound effects for that? Uh, well, <laughs> well, depending on who you are, if you're a rapper fan, you're gonna be like, but if you are a um, if you are a not rapper fan, you're like, <laughs> what is happening? Well, actually, I know that's too much. I have to say we can't give we can't keep him in control of the sound effects for too long. Um, we need to no, move that from here. I have to find the time to play um, this. But I will say though, I... <laughs> so exactly I today to let you know that Rafa has not for yet the won year of our law two thousand and nineteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, people, maybe we need to be concerned, but you know, I don't really care though. Okay, but but I have to say Madrid was really exciting on the men's side. I think so. I mean, I didn't love any of the people that won, but it was a change up for all the people who won, right? I think this is the this was one of the tournaments where all the outcomes that you possibly would have wanted to happen didn't quite go the way you it, you expected, but there were lots of new people. Janina is always screaming for new people to step up. And I think all the new people stepped up and stepped I out. I think it was exciting for the marketers and the betting people because they got like, <laughs> Rome said the return of the king. I was like, Rome, I don't know if you've been watching what kind of history you've been watching, but Rafa, Roger has not won Rome ever. <laughs> But he's still the king. <laughs> but no, um, Madrid. No, Madrid had a lot of energy. Now, as Fed fans, we'd like to say that it's probably because Federer returns to the tour, and when Federer returns to a tour, yeah, always a little bit of energy. Um, but I have to say, Federer. I I will say that Federer's return to the tour after the sort of debacle of Justin immediately following Justin leaving, and everyone's like, we don't really want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> right. And then Federer. Better just returns to the tour like, hey y'all, what's been going on? <laughs> hey girl, and hey. you know what? No, no one has anything to say about the Justin debacle. That was a forgotten story. <laughs> that was it. It was between between Justin saying peace out and leaving. Absolutely, no one referenced that anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was all about let's focus on the tennis. Fucking yeah, Nimrods, man. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> And you know Federer hates to talk about horrible business in public, so he was all good about that. Um, but yeah, Madrid turned out to be surprisingly bad for some of our faves. But I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I'm just like, mm, I just don't think this is a real tournament. Yeah. We're in the wrong altitude. Spain is getting far right winged, and it's just like we got Barcelona already. Why are we even here again? Like. I know. I liked it. We, listen, we all established that we liked Madrid when it was in the fall, 
indoors. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, you know, they were giving Hamburg grief saying it wasn't a real clay coat. <laughs> I'm just like, so you took a non-real clay coat for another non-real clay coat tournament? Like, what's that about? Well, but, you know, in the in the long run, we ended up with models. So that's better. So, um, but in terms of the matches, the men's matches that you all saw, the quality, what did you think? Well, it was good. I mean, like the young people are um, out here showing up. I mean, Zerev, I think, got, you know, he seemed to be handling his off-court life a little bit better. His girlfriend left him. I don't know if his dog is still Stop with him, it. but, you know, he's trying to manage himself. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it's true. His girlfriend. Yeah, he and his girlfriend broke up. Girlfriend. I mean, and- he's having a problem <laughs> with his coach. He's having a problem with a coach, not not a coach, his manager, and his dad was um having some he's sort an of emotional surgery wreck, and wasn't and with he's him. He's actually but his- telling us I have shit going yeah. on off court that's affecting my play. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yep, I think right, so. which I think- is fine. It's just fair. I'm like, but I'm saying you know, but you know, we're not interested in his personal. Of course, life. we we're are. Stop it. I am. I want to know all. No, I mean like, but we're not following. So- well, you're a freak because you're looking at little children, oh my God. but um. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what your list was in Miami? All the children? No, stop it! No, it was not. They were all legal. Barely legal. <laughs> no, but yeah, but yeah, you know, I think for him it was really good to get by Ferrer and then the pro- the Polish player who was serving big, serving bombs. And to give CC Fast a struggle, and that's I always appreciate that. You know, what, anyone who could complicate CC Fast's life is a friend of mine. Mm. I didn't see that matchup, but at least it went three yes. sets. How was well, apparently was Rafa could not. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. He gave it three he sets. He gave it three sets. <laughs> but mm. you got it. You always have a chance with CC Fast. You do. You know, that is- there's always going to be a moment. But you see, Rafa tries to ride that crowd. But you see, CC Fast is one of those people who love nasty energy. He just loves it. So you're not gonna do you're not gonna do him anything by that. But you know, Rafa was um struggling out there. But CC Fast, I would say, you know, I mean, he held his own. You know, he held it together. Clearly. But because there were moments when, you know, he could have, but you know, he was he was relentless. And that's what it takes against Rafa, right? You know, like you because Rafa is never gonna come out there and be a hundred percent. But you always give him a chance. Be like, you know what? I don't really interested in winning this match anymore. You know what I mean? And Rafa mm-hmm. makes you go after one more ball. And he just, just kept there. And when it came down to it, he served well. Sisi Fat served well. And which is unusual for him, because I don't right. think of his I don't think of his serve as the best part of his game even. He served well, so he held his serve where Rafa was out there scrambling um to hold his. Uh, because I think Sisi Fat broke him like five or six times in the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is yeah. yeah I mean and we should seriously think about that because, I mean, I think, but I also have to say it's a testament to, I think, how poor Rafa was in this match that the single-handed backhand person was able to be in in his return game so much. Hmm. Well, they know what to do, though, because he, he has one plan against those single-handed backhand players, right? And there is mm-hmm. a mix-up for that option. You know what I mean? So if he, uh, because... He expected Roger to either Roger is only gonna try to slice him, right? He's only yeah. gonna try to slice him, or uh, it's gonna come up so high on his back and it's gonna be awkward for Roger. But these people, like, um, I think he thought, like, you know, like, oh, I got rid of Stan so easily, right? Yeah. So he was like, although I, I don't, I saw people were really excited by that scoreline, and I was like, Stan's not really doing that well. I mean, <laughs> right. 
he's playing struggle tennis a little bit. Right. So that when people like, oh my god. Era. But I think yeah, Stan, <laughs> Stan is enough practice for him, right? Because Stan is going to muscle over the ball, and Stan is going to hit through that backhand. But CC Fast and DZ and Dominic team, I think, are not the Rajas. They, they're not coming out in Rajas. They, they're not thinking about slicing. They're thinking about. I mean, they don't, do they even have a slice? Oh, waiting. <laughs> right. They don't. Well, they don't even have that option in their arsenal. So, I mean, I mean, it's probably best for them that they don't actually have that option because they don't even like to do with that. Oh my god! But they're going to. But they're going to take the time, right? Because Roger is never going to try to cut. Roger is not about to be pushed back, right? Roger's going to try to stay in the baseline and try to come forward. Uh, people like Dominic, they're going to be like, oh, and Sissy Fat, we're going to wait here. And we're gonna wait you out, and we're gonna go in, and we're gonna hit hard. So, and what I'm surprised is that Rafa, also, Rafa I think they're younger, they're younger and fitter too. But Rafa is losing, not in a high break, no. He's losing because he got broken, which is like what? And his own return game is not solid, which is his bread and butter. Yeah, because this score line is saying that. Right? But I also felt like Rafa was like not fully there in that match, in the CC Pass match, making really <clears throat> weird errors. Poor court positioning sometimes. Well, there is the possibility he didn't want to face Nole, which I don't blame him. I mean, I would not. At the moment I looked at that, I was like, how like how dialed in was Rafa mentally and ready to get his ass by Nole this early? <laughs> you know? I was like, I don't know. If so I you're really saying that he made a strategic loss to a young player to avoid his nemesis? Is that I mean, what you're saying, Andrine? What I'm saying is that there, Rafa wasn't 100% dialed in, and that really cost him in, in some delicate moments in that match. He seemed to be, and even he admitted it, I mean, which may sound really arrogant, but he said he felt like that match was on his terms, and he just didn't step up to the plate enough times. So, which is also interesting for a player who loses, right? Because when you feel like it was still on your racket and still based on your choices, I think your perspective on a loss feels different than when you felt like the person took the match entirely away from you. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what I mean? So I think Rafa will still leave that encounter feeling like there were things he could have done, but he did not do them for whatever reason. Not like when he played Fabio, like, fuck, this shit just ain't working. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, when he was like, yeah. But that goes back again to me. For me, I'm saying that the only thing surprising about these losses for me is not that he's mm-hmm. losing because, you know, he, he's human. He should be losing. He should have been losing ages ago. But that his return game, that there seem to be like key elements of his game, right? The return game is his bread and butter on clay. Yeah. Where he's just like, I'm going to take on every single ball. That that's that mm-hmm. clicking. And I mean, but isn't it time though? Right. I mean, we've always said, said that, that and everybody said makes fun of these, but we always like, he can't be hit after every ball. Can he? Legit? <laughs> well, we're going to see, right? Because the real time, I mean, nobody remembers who went to Rome in 2012. I don't give a shit about those. We're just here for Roland Garros, right? It's probably Rafa <laughs> or Roger, or Rafa or Nole, right? We're the only one winning those titles. But um, yeah, so it should be interesting to see how this level holds up on the best of five. Mm. Because if, yeah. if, this is, if this is true indication of who he is, of what he is for this um, event, yeah, he ain't ready for this. He ain't ready for this <laughs> at all. <laughs> he not you know, I, He's not going to get what? past the third round because he can't be, he can't play struggle tennis. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but you know what though? You know why it doesn't happen though? Because 
in the in rolling in um slams the draw is actually easier right you have time you to have rest. time to rest right. and, you get, and you and you're playing some you, you're playing a scrub like first round second round or something like that so there's actually plenty of time because i've seen we've seen rafa struggle and then not lose sets i'm not buying it like i'm not buying it this motherfucker is probably gonna lose every tournament up to roland garros show up in paris <laughs> and like bagel everyone he plays I, exactly. My only worry is that he's because of these losses, it changes the opponent on the other side, right? Because they're like, wait, that's the only, that's the only difference. Get, that's the only difference. To get my Rafa win, and what place to get your Rafa win than to get in a row in Garros? Because you're only gonna be what? You're gonna be the, the third person, right? To be there, yeah, right? <laughs> that's only like three losses he's had there. So, <laughs> so you could definitely. Yeah, I mean that's the only thing that changes is the self belief from others on the other side. If they are because half the time with Rafa, you know, half the time with a Rafa match, they already convinced they're losing before they even get out there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They hit the first rally. Everybody is pushing Rafa, right? Like everybody's seeming to get a chance. Like Rafa is letting you know that, right? He's not losing in a (laughs) tiebreaker. We're just at one or two loose points here. Yeah, he's losing the serve. Yeah. Well, yeah, because so, he he got broken several times in the tournament where um, Fabio took him out. Like, remember, I was like, "Paya, you should have paid attention, boy." Right. You Fabio was this. breaking at will, man. right? Yeah, and when Fabio was breaking at will. Fabio almost beagled his ass. Fabio was up five rounds. Sure <laughs> you know what I mean? Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> voodoo to tutu. So, I mean, I think the only good news about this for anyone is that you might have a chance. Um, the bad news is that Rafa usually looks like shit and then comes back. Yeah, and so and it's the best kids. of five, though. Yeah, it's the best of five, though. Yeah, and you know you gotta you gotta believe you have a chance for three sets. And you know, three sets. Ca- they're calibrating. Rafa's calibrating. You know how he's calibrating. Whatever they calibrate back home, where suddenly he's you know his his knees. You know what I'm not seeing that I'm going to see in Paris, Uncle Tony. <laughs> Donate, Tony. It's going to be there in Paris, and that's going to make all the world a difference, boys. So, y'all better start collaborating, okay? Like, you going to drag him to five sets by hook or by crook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to set this up. <laughs> yeah, I got to set this up. Because my Uncle Tony, Uncle Tony is not like Amoya, okay? He's not like Carlos, okay? Uncle Tony <laughs> is I, always on the prize. And, and he's ready for the abusive language. So exactly. whispered, whispered gently in poor Rafa's ear. So he's like but, tortured out there. Talking about abusive language, I have to say, people, we got to talk about the time clock, okay? Because I guess keeps the clock are objective instrument, okay? 30 <laughs> seconds is 30 seconds, okay? Can we agree? Someone That's say it was that wrong. But what I find interesting is that, <laughs> so like, uh, break point yesterday against Dominic team no late right Dominic has break point he's bouncing the ball as always you know no late wasting time the umpire says second serve then no stops look at him like what the fuck I'm serving it's a break point we're wasting time again do you know the clock doesn't work anymore right the clock stops <laughs> The clock stops, and I'm just like, no, you should have, you should refresh for 20 more seconds <laughs> because you would just allow him to waste time again, <laughs> and you defeated the purpose of this thing. 
And I don't want to hear, I didn't even log on to Twitter because I know his people just like, he's serving a break point. I don't give a shit. He don't need a soft warning. He knows how to tell time. 30 seconds, mm-hmm. it's 30 seconds. We've had this conversation already. And I think tennis, tennis needs to clean that shit up. If we're going to do this, I don't, really, do I don't really understand it too, though. It's like everyone's always like, oh my God, it's clay. You need time. That's the point of tennis is taking time. Time away from, time. exactly. It's like part of strategy is taking time away from your opponent. You can't then force another person to then add more time. No, that's the whole strategy. And they're like, it's break point. Even more so, if you feel a sense of urgency here, that, then my strategy has worked as the other player. Right, <laughs> <It's> like, exactly. <laughs> And we, I love it. We're not like, okay with it for you to you recover. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 I don't really understand that. Like, I, it, I, as long as I've been watching tennis, part of what I've learned about it is you take time away from your opponent. You really work them over the, fir- the the last game so that when it's time for them to either serve, they're thinking about that last game. They can't breathe. All of that. The idea that you are supposed to then reset <laughs> and start fresh. Oh, I have no I idea who thinks. But anyway, let's not waste time on this because supposedly we're on a tight schedule. Timer. But then let's talk about um, let's talk about Federer's loss. How did that go? Well, you know, Federer, you know. I didn't watch it because I, was <laughs> I know Andre dislikes notification, and I I f- felt like I got gut punched. And I don't usually oh, feel yeah, like that. that. I was I I looked down on my watch, you know, and it's like. I was like, oh, because it looks so tight. And whenever I see, whenever I see a score line that with Federer that's tight, I feel like he probably fucked it up. That's just my instinct, you know. I mean, it's it's yeah. especially with someone. <laughs> Hell out of world. No. I hope y'all know that. Hell out of world. No, no. I'm like, it's like it's okay, you know. He's definitely made his mark on Clay and is like, I'm here, I've arrived, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. I'm just Look, like, dude, really? No. Dominic has to take his wins when he can against these big people. Because you know what? They're try- he's trying to get their jobs. Okay? He's trying to get their titles. Okay? So Dominic has to. And I'm, I'm, I wasn't ready, okay? I, wasn't I know you ready. weren't ready. But the thing about it, Dominic started off sloppy and Federer got away with the first set. Right? He was serving well. But clearly in this, as the set was going on in the first set, he was dipping. Um, I was following on um, ATP radio, which is a thing and it's really good. It's very effective. Because the yeah. Maya has been telling us about ATP <laughs> really? radio for years. Reels <laughs> the program. Yes. Well, well, actually, maybe because I never needed access to the radio because I had access to seeing it. <laughs> maybe that's what it is, really. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but at work, I couldn't, you know. And so the commentators are very good at, you know, describing what's happening and not just useless babbling. But Dominic corrected himself in the um, second and third set. And Federer just found things a little bit more um, dicey, and then oh, he well, did he that still had thing because he had two match points. Yes, but it was in What's a tiebreak. People need to stop point. saying this shit. I'm gonna be good, Susie. Here, if I hear motherfucker say, so what? Yes. It's a match point. It's, it's he, not on your tiebreak. No. It doesn't matter. The whole point of this is, is, listen, yes, it would be nice if you can control a match point on your serve because that's right. obviously serving. But a big part of tennis is serving and receiving. Yes, I get that. But if if, if, the, if the other person serve an ace, nothing you can do about that. <laughs> exactly. Is that what happened, though? Um, I think they were two unreturnables. Oh, he just thought Dominic served well because mm. Dominic corrected himself. 
that was the thing. I don't know what he did yesterday in those tiebreak against Nole. He just decided, you know, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. So why? Because Nole wasn't going to give him any 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 quarters on the return. Right. That's exactly what happened. Pretty much what happened because Nole, even some point where it seemed like Nole was out of it, Nole does that, you know, those crazy lobs that just seem like, oh, this is going to go out. And it's just like, yep. nope, it's going to land on the baseline. And it shows hell did. Yes. I mean, this is the tricky, this is the tricky but, thing about playing Federer versus Nole in a tiebreak is in, when push comes to shove, you know Nole is going to force you to play. Force you to play. He's going to tighten that court for you. And that's exactly probably what happened right. with Dominic. Dominic. He's like, oh, <laughs> no margin for error here. Right. But the thing about it, but but for, um, you know, Federer, I don't know what's his new strategy. I don't know why he's saying this shit. He's like, oh, out loud. Yeah. When things get dicey, I'm rushing the net. But why say that? You're not unerotic. Well, what are we know. talking about here? You don't rush the net. <laughs> and I think, and a couple but of the points, a couple of the key points, he rushed the net. And Dominic would just say, oh, take this backhand, blow, winner. <laughs> and that's what but the thing is. Why, why say that? Why say that? First of all, your strategy is to take away the net. So you're not, but it's like, it sounds to me, because we already know you're not slagging out at the baseline against these guys. They're stronger than you. They will do that all day. Your job is not to be grinding out points from the baseline. So rushing the net should be a part of your strategy, but not a panic strategy. <laughs> yeah, but this is what he's saying. And it does seem like, because this is what the commentators were saying. He's a little, guy, a little tentative coming in. And I'm just like, better your name is not Andy Roddick. Okay, we don't rush the net tentatively. You don't rush the net tentatively, a man with a one-handed backhand, because you know they could do anything with that backhand. You know what I mean? They could do anything, and it's Dominic team. He's not a slouch. You know what I mean? Especially in the third set. So Federer, you know, stopped being decisive. You know what I mean? And Dominic cleaned up his errors, and then Federer second self, Federer self started to get a little dodgy. You know, and just like which is what happens when he gets tight. Exactly. So you know, like the the, the probabilities started to go in Dominic's favor. You know what I mean? And again, it was one or two points because in the second set tiebreak, um, they played to like 12, 11, 12, yeah. 14. 13. So it was like yeah, 12, so it was 11, 13. So it was like one of those kind of like you know like. Whenever the person got the point, it wasn't on their self, so they really couldn't control yeah. what was happening for, for Federer. And then I think eventually he, he he rushed the net, he missed a shot, and then Dominic got um the point to be up, you know, um thirteen and then boom, or twelve, twelve, eleven, and then boom, he lost the um thing right there. So that and you could see sometimes, you know, Federer, he's getting old <laughs> and he doesn't wanna say it, but you know something like fuck I have to play a third set. Shit. You know what I mean? Well, if he's worried about that. <laughs> wait, wait until he finds out that he got to play five. That's the five. Yeah, somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, sometimes you, you can see it in players' face, right? They already planned why their evening going to go ahead. Peter <laughs> Federer already had the restaurant picked out. And he could have been there, too. <laughs> because I thought he was up a mini break in the start of the tie break. I was like, I got a little comfy. Because I think I, I checked the score, and he was three love up. And I was like, ooh, a little mini break. And right, because he doesn't. But you think about it, you know, like, you know, like how he likes to rush people. But no, he was rushing himself. And then he was just like a hot mess. And I was just like, boo, what are we doing here? 
And me panicking now. No, I started to panic. I just like, I gotta go check everywhere schools are. I gotta see. This motherfucker better take this set. He better win this tie nope. break. No, I was just like, nope. and then I was sitting in that graduation and I was like, ooh, Vetter is playing. Look down, three love up. Okay, we got some shot here. He won the first set. Okay, this gonna be good. Set. The third motherfucking set. <laughs> Fetter was up looking cute. You know, Dominic was really trying because, you know, Dominic is at this point just like, oh, I got this. I got this. I'm going to be in it, whatever the case may be. Fedora got broken. Fedora got back on serve. I was just like, yeah, Fedora, consolidate the break. Fedora was like, no, we're not interested in that. Why? Why? Why consolidate the break? The point was just that break him. Don't love 30. Love 30. Love 30. It's clay. It's fake clay. Then Federer was getting, you know, you know, things were a shit show. Two things I know when things are a shit show. If Federer got the challenge right, uh, Federer is arguing about some mundane what? shit. He was arguing about the sand. It was just like, <laughs> it's like a beach or some crazy <laughs> shit he said. He was like, talking to the commentators. To the, to the umpire. The commentator was saying like, oh, he's like complaining about some spot on whatever. Kiss me. If Federer got time to see the depth and the analysis of the clay, like, you know, which side is, <laughs> You're focusing on the wrong thing, Fed. We're not minding our business. And, you know, so said, so done. Because it shows that Federer is going in and out of the match. Not all day. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty focused, but he's he's going in and out of the match. And Dominic is just like, I don't care. I don't care. You know what I mean? Well, when Dom- you know Dominic, he's, he plays ugly tennis. He don't care. The ball could be flying. He's going to go wild over there. He's like, listen, I don't care if I'm out of position. I don't know if my I don't care if my arm is in the right way it's supposed to be. I'm but gonna you know what? I, you said that yesterday on Twitter, and I was just like, what is she talking about? I was like, oh, I know what she's talking about. Dominic is just like, the point is to win the point. Exactly. That is- Dominic does not play. It's just I mean, he plays like when the, the there's no difference between tennis. He doesn't play no, he doesn't play sex. And when Dominic is effective. He looks the same as when he's ineffective. It's just it just happens to be that the margins are. <laughs> so, so he's a Petra of the men's tour. Yeah, he is. Wild swings at the ball, and when it goes in, you're like, yes. When it goes out, you're like, ooh, can't you contain that a little? Yeah, bit? because that was so, the first set, right? The first set is just like the commentators were just like, surely he's not gonna. Oh, yes, he missed this. Like he missed that regulation forehand into the net. You know what I mean? Like, and then, but your thing too is. I hope Federer was like doing a little bit slice and dice because I feel like that's the best strategy against somebody like Dominic team. Like you can't do pace to Dominic. Pace is like blood to Dominic team. Right. He loves but, that. But Federer almost ended up getting himself into rallies, which the probability shift. That is, you don't do. Don't do with ra- Dominic team. On yeah. clay, first of all, because you know on clay, they also like a rhythm. So if you give them a rhythm, Dominique loves that. Then he's just sliding all over and hitting wildly. If you do something different with the ball and force him to come in or drop a couple slices, it really throws him off. And that's how you can sort of get a little bit more traction He'll with Dominique's team. But wailing back and forth? Mm-mm. But you know what? And I was just like, you know, I wanted to be like, oh, but now I'm just like, you're going to face Nolly. And also, boo, you haven't played on clay for three years. So it's just like, mm. oh, it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. We just came here. But it's horrible when you lose a match knowing that you had match points, even though fine, it wasn't that you can control Fucker. it. But Fucker. Federer does that a lot, having match point and losing. 37. Yeah, I'm just does. happy he's giving these young kids a run for their money, that they don't get to run their mouth off on him. 
You know, you know, it's like, I know, right? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. He could be 37. I need him to you win see, everything. Greedy. Every <laughs> damn thing. Yeah, I'm greedy. And then yes. y'all turn around and say, no. damn right, I'm And then greedy. y'all turn around and say, Serena stands uh, uh, um, unreasonable. Listen, I want her to win everything this, too. Exactly. That's what Stanish behavior is. Stanish is every single time you need to win. <laughs> That's why. No. But I think I like revealed myself. I don't think people knew that I was a Nole fan. Sorry. Oh my God. Why did you do this? <laughs> why? We you broke the you heart of millions. Year, year, you know what? Two years ago, everyone yeah, knew it. It's just that Nole became slightly annoying. Slightly? Slightly? No, Andrina has said this what? before on the podcast all the time. I'm just saying, I was just mad. She just like, he's not my favorite big four. Just like, first of all, Stan, we only challenge Federer. That's it. Period. We have Federer podcast. And secondly, there is no big four. It's just not. So. There's a big four. And I wasn't talking about She's Stan. Talking about I was Andy. talking about Andy. She's always talking about Andy. I know that. But I'm saying that there's only Andy. one Stan. I mean, like, you only stand for one player. That's what I meant. Can I didn't mean Stan. Yes. I mean, I stand obviously for Federer, but when Federer decides that he wants to be crazy, it's usually up. It, this is how I am, right? And it's so funny. As much as I like love it when the young people win on the women's side, with the guys, I'm like, you know, I like it when I like it when the big three block, cock block everyone, and then it's like, you know, you get through one, and the other one's like, you can't get through me though. <laughs> you mean they kept a check and a balance on each other, but still. I like it. You know, like Dominic team got saw he got himself through Federer and was like, I'm feeling myself. And Nola is like, Are you though? I hear the crazy thing about you how you're doing this math, right? Is that the real truth is that you're not a big Rafa stand at all. You just don't like Rafa to say. Not at all. And the problem is that Fed don't like Nole and Nole don't like Fed. So it's like you won't be that <laughs> awkward friend in the middle who's just like, I'm friends with all of them. But <laughs> like, it just be like, Andre, can you tell that one over to pass please? I'm going to be that person stuck between Federer and Nole while Rafa's on Federer's left. <laughs> I was like, hi, nice yeah. to meet you. Thanks. Okay. Nole and Fed. And Fed's like, we don't talk. I was like, well, I'm here now. You got to talk. Okay. This is like, no, Rafa, you can't. But no. Um, Who's talking to you? We don't. No, bless Manuel, Rafa. <laughs> <laughs> but legit, Nole is rounding into form as, as we expected. We know. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. We called that shit. Right? We knew it. We knew it. He's now like he's like, oh yeah. And even Nole shade. He was like, Well, you know, um, I knew Dominique was gonna be tough to beat because look at how, you know, um he was able to get past Federa. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Like and then he's like, I didn't think, you know, and he was like, you know, I was happy to get through that match. I'm like, yeah, you got through him straight sets. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Dominic had chances, though. Dominic had chances. He had yeah. chances. But you always have chances against Nole. And then he closed but, that know, shit. He's like, you thought you had chances? But the thing about but, it, yeah. and a lot of the chances, it was just like, what I thought was interesting with Dominic, as opposed to when he played Federer, there was a sense of urgency. Mm-hmm from the second to the third set against mm-hmm. Federer, right? The first set, he was just like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. I am. I was playing badly. But with the, this yep. match, he was just like, oh, I have time. I was just like, you do not have time against Nole. You don't. Like, I know. it's an illusion. An illusion. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> because he had like, at one point, he had like <laughs> double break points. And he was just like, hmm, hit this one into the, um, hit this one into the net. And I'm just like, why though? Because that's like, why? 
<laughs> and then you're going to try to fight on the second one, right? And Nola's just like, no, no quarter. You're not having this. And then he just, another error, just like, oop, there goes that break point. There goes that chance. And it's not going to see it again. So it was rather, it was rather odd behavior for him. But, well, and he played horrible tiebreakers. Horrible. But I he think the thing is, I think, I think there's a like weird, because I think, um, there was an interview, of course, you know, people got really upset with Dominique team because he said that, which I was like, okay, but that's just no lay people. But he said that um, Federer is playing better than folks realize on clay for having not played this long. And that he thinks that he's just up, he's up there as one of the favorites for RG as well, right? Which, of course, I think he put him again ahead of somebody and everybody was pissed. Like, what? What is he trying to say? And I was like, maybe that was also part of it for him as well, that he was somewhat surprised by how well Federer played. You know what I mean? Like when you felt like he was definitely, he was definitely shocked at the level that Federer yeah. was playing at yeah, because the sure. the game was going by so quickly. <laughs> and that's what, you know, that is, Federer does that. Nobody should be shocked by that because we know that he plays fast. Yeah, but he can do everything quickly when he wants to. He can beat you quickly. He can serve quickly. He can move quickly. That's that's for us as the spectator to see that. But as a player, they should know that diff- shit. No, but you're in a different. I mean, maybe you're like play. you're like. How could how good can he be on three after having not played this thing for three years? One and two. Dumbass, like, that's, that's a dumbass take. That is a lazy dumbass take. No, but it's clay though. You never yeah. have clay doesn't it's go by Federer. quickly, right? I know it's Federer, but then remember they've never had to consider Federer for like three years. Yeah, <laughs> I mean like that's Federer has never been a factor for they three years. They should have expected more. And Ask clay coat and I mean hard coat doesn't play that differently from clay anyway, anyway, these days. Anyway, so I mean, I think, but in the second set, he slowed, Dominic slowed Federer down. Federer was yeah. off of the beat. But anyway, yeah. let's not waste too much time on this because we always say we got 10 minutes for results and here we are an hour later. 57 well, minutes you know, later. I know, but you know what? I think that this Madrid tournament was like a little bit of an interesting shakeup for people. You know, I think it gave people hope that maybe our Roland Garros might be interesting for a change, that there might be some shifts. and But it all depends on how the draw falls. Yeah, right? but then, it, but, these, but those... I don't know. Those things quickly change when Rafa, gone, when Nola won't take lift up Madrid today. So I don't know what that's about. So I'm like, what do you mean that he won't lift up Madrid? Like, what do you mean you don't? Oh no, he's gonna lift up the title. I mean, uh, whatever it's gonna be this year. Yeah. Is it gonna be a penis or a pocket book or whatever? <laughs> I know. I'm so sad that Madrid got away from the dildo. The golden dildo what was great. That? Dildo with spike? That was not a fucking dildo. Uh, that's not. That, that, that definitely came from the Spanish Inquisition. That's what... <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know what sex games you've been playing, but that is not a real dildo. You are revealing yourself today. But, you know, but honestly, no. the players did hold it like it was a dildo, though. <laughs> oh, because what else do you do with it? <laughs> they did hold it. just like, uh, maybe you want to, like, hold it differently, but... <laughs> <laughs> Serena loved to oh do this. Like God, she had this. Like it was a else. joke for Serena. <laughs> it was almost like, <laughs> I know. Definitely a phallic symbol. Serena <laughs> loved that. <laughs> she was like, hey girl. Ooh, hey girl, hey. Well, I don't, well, okay. Since we say last, so the last, the the one other thing that happened, Janine. I don't know if you got a chance to see it. Was that Ferrer played his last match? This was his. Oh, I totally missed that. You know what I did notice Mm -hmm. that made me really sad. And I mean, it's kind of about Ferrer, but not. Like I, I kept seeing these pictures of him and Feliciano Lopez, and Mm -hmm. I was like, "Fuck, Lopez has aged, not good." (laughs) 
<laughs> um, like a year ago right now, he was looking amazing. I don't know what's up, but he does not look good right now. He is officially off my list. And I'm like, dude, get some Botox, something. I don't know, but he looks bad. He just looks old. Yeah, he and does. washed up. He's going to look also. Ferrer sweet. looks great. Ferrer is beautiful. He's somebody that we don't really talk about how good looking he is. Yeah, yeah, that's yes. I don't think what well, we do, we do here, but I don't think in general people appreciate his beauty. He's gorgeous. He, yeah. he looks really, you know, listen, no, I mean, not many men can stand next to Feliciano Lopez and look good. Mm-hmm. Ferrer looked great. Wow. I mean, I'm just like, I mean, like, so I'm just like, you know, I didn't say anything because, you know, people go on about, oh, my God, I got Miss Ferrer. Um, you didn't care about Ferrer. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop trying to get trash. I'm like, stop I mean, it. I, you know what it is? It's not so much that I'm, it's not so much that I'm going to care about Ferrer. I think it's like what Ferrer signifies. He's a part of a certain generation, which is like he. And they're leaving. Going. They're leaving, yes. you know? Um, And actually, you know, it, it was also time for Ferrer, too, because. He just couldn't get to certain shots that he normally. Yeah, would, and he's you not know? getting to the it's second week of majors. That's really what it is. He was a shoe. Well, for, but he wasn't even getting. He wasn't even getting into third or fourth round. Some of them. Yeah, so, poor Farrell. You know, like you know. I mean, I hope he appreciates the fact that Rafa cock blocked him his entire yeah. career. But mm-hmm. um, he appreciates it. But you know right. what? <laughs> but but you know what? Um, Ferrer, don't feel bad because he would have got into the finals at Roland Garros, and there was Federer, and you know that matchup goes. <laughs> Well, actually, no, to be honest, it, you're right. It actually probably is Federer. I always think it's Rafa, but the reality is he did say that he's beaten Rafa six times and Federer never. You know what I mean? like, he would have found a way. Maybe oh, maybe not the first man. year, maybe not the second year, but by the third year, he would have found a way. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> anyway. But if anything, you should say that the Spanish Armada um, didn't line up around themselves, you know, because they just let... Rafa sailed through as the golden flagship. They did. If Always they had did. built a better resistance, no you know what I mean? Just they could have ask about that. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nando, Nando, <laughs> we don't want to always say it's you, but it's always you. <laughs> and it is you. <laughs> it's always you, Nando. It's you. You know, you, you know I love you, Nando, but Nando, it's, it's always you. You fucked it's up. You. <laughs> I got always had a round one. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I took him out in the first round. Bitch, that don't mean anything. <laughs> it's the semis they gotta take him out in. The quarters. I mean, those big tournaments. You know, Nando, but you know, I still love you, Nando. You're still cool, but you know. Still cute. Still cute. Still cute. Apparently you're cuter than and Feliciano Lopez, and that's a change. Woo! Oh my god! But anyway, yeah, on to the new, let's get on to the to the Janine <laughs> so let's get to the news. So, what news do we have to talk about? So, apparently, tennis Twitter is congratulating themselves because they got rid of Justin Gimelstab, and I'm like, whatever. Like, Did they get rid of him? Did they really? What a lazy hmm. take. <laughs> These people don't read the tea leaves. They don't read the tea leaves. And it's so sad. It's really sad. Yeah, they got so many intelligent folks that are running around on tennis Twitter. I mean, people get mad. I don't give a shit. But y'all are like, you know, congratulating yourself that you got rid of um, Justin Gimelson. That's not how that works, though. (laughs) Because you see, um, what you did do, if if you're going to take credit for that, 
what actually happened, like you didn't do anything, is that you don't see where Justin Gimelstab is anymore. You just don't see him. <laughs> but he's still working he though. Because the same thing they happened with that guy, Roger Moore or Richard Moore or whatever, when he made that comment about the women at mm-hmm. Indian Wells. Yeah. He didn't get fired. You just don't see him in a they front office them. anymore. But he's still collecting them, checking the back office. Now he has the corner <laughs> office. He's doing the real work. And he could be doing things, you know. So they put the pretty boy up front. They put they put um, <laughs> Tommy, pretty Tommy, up front, and it was like exactly. And you know he got some problematic views because guess who is his best friend? Oh yes, forty five. <laughs> you see, we keep demanding individual change. And that's not what it's about. We need to demand systemic change. But you know what's interesting about it too, though, is um, they all wanted transparency. Now it's so it's so weird, right? Because everybody was worried just about Justin, but then we had all of those people who were um, on the docket to run for his position. And when, but I've I've heard that that pos- the, the list has already been halved, and that was not a transparent process yeah. because. One of the people on the list said that he would have loved to have had a chance to make his case in front of the players, <laughs> but they just got another. Somebody just said, <laughs> but nope, you're no longer in the running, bro. Right. That process was done again internally. No one knew, wasn't transparent. And suddenly, magically, mm-hmm. 15 names or however many names dropped down to half. And mm-hmm. one of the people on the list is supposedly a proxy for Justin. And that name made the list, but oh, all the well-known that, yeah, and it made all the well-known names that we supposedly knew, which was probably just a massive distraction. Did we think that BG was really running for office? Was he really? You, you know what I mean? Who, it was interesting. Who was going to tell BG their business? Who tell BG their business? <laughs> who does that? Well, I think he probably was really running because he wants to know more business. I know. Or the other thing was, who? But I don't, you know what? I don't know that he would have been a bad choice. Strategic. I mean, I'm not saying he wouldn't have, but I don't. Th- I don't think of strategic thinking and go, BG, BG, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We kind of put him in the dumb athlete category. Mm. I don't really mean All to. Like, I got a burning secret. I have an announcement. Let's. We, this announcement has to be dropped at this particular time. He's going to be running his mouth on ESPN. Well, there's some news coming out. Just stay <laughs> yeah. tuned for 7 o'clock on Tuesday morning. It's going to he be happening. For, for you Game of Thrones watchers, he would have pulled a Sansa. <laughs> so, sure. unfortunately, I think the list has been halved. And I think everybody was really into this Tim guy, Tim Mahat, what I guess who had been a, pa- a part of it in the past. But uh, guess what? Maybe you shouldn't have been lobbing on Twitter only. So... <laughs> Um, I don't think he made it into the final cut. And the vote for the replacement is uh, the 14th. Yeah, this May 14th. I mean, so, I mean just guy- to be clear, that's like some days. <laughs> that's like two days from now. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy, um, it seemed they had players from all over. There was, um, I don't know mm-hmm. who, I don't, I don't, have you seen the final list? Because I don't see who, who's still around. I final list i've i've just heard I, it, it's the final so list is secret yeah it's just, just who's not there anymore right <laughs> so many big names but i think yeah, Mark knows was running i don't know the former he's a bohemian but he was a former doubles player he used to play with daniel nestor oh yeah yeah he's on he made the list he yeah the I list. Think- and there was a former canadian who's now an attorney um, yep. um is the murphy guy still there uh, no, Jen, um, okay. Luke Murphy, uh, uh, Dan. I don't, I don't know who you're talking about. The um, he's uh, gone though. The doubles, yeah. No, he had. I told you, he got problems. He's a so 
I know, which is why I expected him to still be trying to rub lotion and cream on some girls' leg. Like, ooh, sir, we just got rid of a. But tennis is just got rid of one abuser. You want to add sexual abuse to the mix now? Like that's not how it works. We're not trying to play um, problematic bingo here, boo. That's not what we're doing here. Like, yeah, stay far, far away from this process. Um, So it's going to be interesting. Let's see what happens. Let's see the change, right? Um, yeah, but you know what? Think about that, guys. The turnaround time was that is not even really a campaign. That makes you see that this process was always just a given for whomever was going to be there, right? Because you are whittling down a list. Like we were supposed to whittle down the list like the end of April, and the person was going to be voted on May 14th. Who has time to campaign? Do you know what I mean? So, nobody. But you know the interesting thing? I only heard of a campaign when Justin um, Presumption presumption getting the position became in jeopardy yeah, exactly. right? I'm like, that before, before Justin was the, was the pre-favorite right i didn't even know there oh, was a I, campaign i have the list like, i, I see like, what oh, you his name was brandon burke he was your old former yeah, um, yes, 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 yes. player for, for jamaica weller evans brad right. gilbert jose fernando um mark knowles is the doubles player he's still he's still in the running right, i remember right. his name Steve okay. Kuletz is a Israeli player. Um, and then Luke Jensen. I didn't even know about Nicholas yeah, Luke, Nicholas Murphy Jensen's his brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Luke Jensen, I, that's who I, I meant. Think... He's still there. He's still no, there? and Danny oh. was not there anymore. Danny, Danny, who used to be Danny Vavratu, the coach. But now he's actually, you know, he's no longer coaching mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. Grigor. Grigor ended their coaching relationship last week. But um, there is another, and there's another current player. A current player is also vying for the position. Yeah, well, I, um, I, I don't know if he's he made how the well mix. it worked out. We don't even know the final groups. <laughs> right. So you see how we see sometimes people that we need to be asking. We need to be asking for more than just Y'all, an individual change. Up. If we if we recognize the issues, we have to talk about systemic change. Getting one player. All from our eyes is to make a difference when they're in the background doing the same shit. Okay, just lesson learned right here. But um, yeah, but you know what? Hey, girls, we um, and all y'all could just write a letter because apparently that was the effective thing. Not tweeting, writing a letter. As our friend Stanley Vavrinka um decided he gonna write a letter, and he mentioned something that was interesting. He was like. The issue wasn't even so much so Justin. It's fact that nobody said anything. And I was just like, for so long. Because he was even allowed to be there. And I'm just like, you acting like you're not out of the problem. Like, you're not even on the board, too. Can we, <laughs> like, can we before we even discuss the letter, we heard over and over, including from Reels, Stan didn't write this letter. I have no problem with that. Listen, Stan knew that he wanted to say something. And he helped someone formulate that in an eloquent way. That's fine. Who else said something? What do you mean? That mattered. Mm-hmm. No one. Who did, but did this even matter? I don't. Well, I mean, who spoke up? Not necessarily. I, mean, I, I guess I shouldn't say that it mattered, but who really spoke up in a thoughtful way, really? And I mean, to say, oh, you know, who who was it? Pospisil. Oh, I was a get for now I'm against. I don't know. I needed blah, blah, blah. I don't I just I didn't have an issue with the fact that he probably clearly didn't write that letter. He when when you have weaknesses, mm-hmm. I think it's a strong thing to say, this is my weakness. Help me do it right. I'm fine with that. That's all. 
Okay, that's a face. But but for me, I mean, why I said he didn't write this because um, for me, I think he was trying to come at something, some sort of a thoughtful, authentic thing, and it didn't necessarily read that way. That's not to distract from what was being said and that he signed his name under it, whether he wrote it or not, is not. But to me, it just seemed very PR and, you know what I mean? And it also didn't, and it also didn't seem effective for what he was trying to it, do. Because, you right. know, the interesting thing is like, Novak Djokovic is the um is the leader, right? The council leader. According to him, Stan didn't talk to him at all. And and that um and that he's excited, according to him, he was excited that Stan wanted to care and ha- wanted to be involved, which suggests to me that this was unusual for Stan to even care. And so it's interesting that you know, the optics of it is very strange, right? The optics is that Stan did it publicly. And so he got a lot of public attention. But the reality was, what was Stan doing behind the scenes? Scene, it sounds right. like it's not very much, right? And so Jovic was just like, great that he wants to be involved, finally, sort of, hint, hint. Right. But, you know, going out to the press first before talking to us, that seems sort of strange. However, that's, I, I agree with all of that. However, it also seems like nobody can talk to Novak. Exactly. So, That's true too. So where, what unless is you're it, part you know, of his crew, right? Unless you're part right. of his crew. So I mean, you're the king cut off from his Stan people. could very well <laughs> right. be thinking, "You're not going to talk to Rafa. You're not going to talk to Federer. Why the fuck are you going to talk to me? I'm going public." I mean, there's a lot exactly. to unpack. There. So no. you know, it, it could be in Novak's best interest for him to kind of shame Stan in yeah. that way. Because For other sure. people have well, already he shamed everyone. He shamed everyone who's tried to have exactly. tried to even approach exactly. him about this topic. About but when topic. I mean, other I people have, he was running a little Trumpian, like mm-hmm. not explaining himself. Mm-hmm. Like he might very well have a vision, but it doesn't seem like he is a, sharing. Right, and that's an issue. Yeah. So, I mean, I think if you want to take the tournament in a certain direction, I think you should still be communicating to people, um, so that they. So that you can send the same message across the, you know, across all things. And I think what's strange is the the assumption that this running, a, being on the ATP council has always been controversial. You know, there've been lots of things that pe- people, people like, it wasn't like calm sailing during any of the other players' tenures on it. Djokovic is doing, dealing with a specific thing right now. But I think, I think during Roger's tenure, there was like three or four switches of, um, of CEOs, one had to be fired. I mean, there was like a lot that went on. So it's not like that position has ever been uncontroversial. Mm-hmm. I think there's always been a sense of consensus though about the direction people were going to go in, which seems to be very different here. So who knows? Uh, I don't uh, know. Maybe the issue that there was a line of communication that was maybe. open. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because when Federer returned to the tour, which, by the way, how is it that Federer said no one contacted him for quotes about <laughs> this? That is what? Well, well, this, well, this goes back to my Janina and I had this discussion and she seems to think I am being crazy about it. But I felt that from what Federer was simply saying was that one, I typically tend not to say things publicly, you know, but if, if I'm being asked about a situation, I try my be- level best to answer answer you. But it showed that he said no one contacted me because Christopher Clary found time to find up, write a piece on Federer. Um, and actually went to see him, but apparently to that him. topic didn't come up. That topic didn't come up. Um, we have access to Mary Joe, who have access to Federer's agent. We have ways of communicating to Federer to get in something to him to say, I would like a quote. And he, at the very least, would say no comment. 
But it goes to show, again, one of the things we spoke about last podcast is that tennis journalists, quote-unquote journalists, are doing no work at all. They try to set the players up, right? We're going to try to get a one-off quote. So when Andy Murray said, oh, I don't think Justin should be here, that became a new story. But no one can publish any reason as to why they need any legwork to say, yeah, Justin shouldn't have been here or why Justin is even being, why Justin is still holding on to this position. No one did any work at all. And we say it again to but the at least the Brits. At least the Brits got a quote from Andy, though. Like, because he's not on tour. Well, you know, how did they get? Did he just speak out of well, turn? Well, Andy's everybody's favorite people? feminist, right? He is. He's the solutions to our problem. Andy knows everything. Andy well, is. no, I think one of the differences there is that the British press go to Andy to look for a yeah. quote, whereas what is yeah. Reels is saying is nobody reached out to Federer. Listen, people don't want to reach out to Federer. First of all, I think because when he is asked about. In my opinion, when he's asked about something of a serious nature, I don't usually feel like Federer is giving you the politically correct answer. I think he gives you really an honest opinion about what he thinks. And it's not always the popular opinion, which is why if he so it's easy if he's if he's not around and he's not impressors because what he said was like, I wasn't there. Nobody asked me. I wasn't on tour, so nobody was asking but he was me. There nobody in Miami, though. Me. Nobody called me. Right, but that's no. Not but he when, already gave. They'd already given his opinion in Indian that, Wells. He and Rafa both. I had. mean, shit, shit stirred up big, mostly when he was away, and he's saying nobody knocked on my door. Nobody asked me. People don't really want to know what Federer thinks. His, his when when he speaks, everybody listens. Everybody. And when you have opposing sides at the top, they don't. People don't in tennis. We want to know about it. We want to address it. Tennis journalism doesn't want to address it. They don't want to fucking go there. You're right. They're being lazy. They they're not, they're not do doing the work. But we see this over and over and over again. I was just shocked though, Janina. When when he said nobody knocked on his door, I was like, that's your first job is get a quote. Get a, that's like at least minimally know. what they normally I don't, do. I don't, because you know what? If his thought process doesn't line up with the the quote unquote popular theory, it destroys everything yeah, so. that. But here's the thing: but Federer, because so many people listen to Federer. But but no one. But here's the thing: that this is what I'm talking about: the laziness of it and the lack of situation. Because he said I wasn't around. You were there in Miami. You were there in Indian Wells. So they saw you. And this Justin thing has been going on for a while, right? But they got his quote in Indian Wells. They did. That's when both of them said in Indian Wells that they don't yeah. know what's going on. They didn't approve of the loss of Chris right. Commode. But, but there's but, no direction. But we're talking about two different very, things here, though. Very much. Not really. No, no, no. It it's wasn't too different. No, they the intertwined. There were two different issues uh, surrounding, right? Because what we were speaking about, there was this surrounding issue about people trying to push um, Justin in, but no one was talking about whether Justin was fit for yeah. the job. That was they already. They had already settled that in December. Right. They had already settled that in December because the case wasn't going to come. They said we're going to deal with it when the case is settled. They, That's they what they had said. Not to remove him off of the board. Right. Exactly. So exactly. that was not, that was never the issue. Right. So my thing yeah, was, the, right. So that's what I'm saying. So, but um, I thought that when Indian Wells, he was speaking only about the, the tennis business itself. Yeah. They, 
because it wasn't about Justin then. It didn't it didn't become about Justin until post Miami when the court case was actually being litigated. That's when it became an issue. Again, that's when people are like we shouldn't have you shouldn't have kept Justin because now we get now that's when we have the the release of court documents. The court release of court documents after happened after Miami. That's when it all came back again. But the controversy in Indian Wells was mm-hmm. about the vote. The Kermode vote was the controversy. That's what happened in Indian Wells. And that's what followed them from Indian Wells to Miami. It was post-Miami right. when it shifted that, back. Justin, to okay, that, that, the, the shift, okay, the narrative changed. The narrative uh, changed then because then you actually had the court documents. And as soon as the court documents were released, that's when you should have reached out to Federa. And all the other people and got quotes. Now that you've read the document, do you think right. you had made the right decision? If that's the, you know, that's, that's when, and that's when Andy said what he said, like, now that I've read the documents, because Andy was pretty quiet about Justin in December too, right? This is the thing that's so funny. It's like, everyone's like suddenly upset, but the whole tour decided to go with that approach in December. Yeah, which is just what I thought was interesting from Stanley's point of view. Stanley, exactly. point of view. Stanley was just like, he shouldn't have even been there in the first place. And, you know what was asking, and there are other issues Stanley pointed to. And I'm just like, but no one's asking Stanley about that thing, to. right? Because they're asking like, why? why? I mean, I, I just, I mean, it, this is it new. This is but what this we is see. what I'm talking about. Yes, it, and it, it happens over is, and over. This is the problem. And really, that, who thinks to go to Stan for a fucking quote? No one's asking Stan for a quote. Nobody. Because because and that's why I think it's interesting because I think this notion that Sandy's some sort of savior is weird because even from Novak's perspective, Stan has been hands off politically. Right? So who's going to stand for a quote? So Stan suddenly emerging as this sort of dark horse champion came out of nowhere. Because I wonder if you, he really did, did though. Ever, that's my that's my question. My underlying question is: I wonder, what? did he come or out of nowhere? He, was he always, was he always there? And Novak has said, "Oh, this is interesting because it benefits him to say that." I mean, there's always something else. There's always an angle. Always. But the thing is, I didn't hear anyone. I didn't hear Stan say anything in December when the decision was made to continue. Yeah, to the fact that we never hear Stan is- say too much of anything. Period makes me wonder: Does he take the Federer approach? Mm. Does he? Try to do things quietly. No, I don't. No, we no, don't you, know though. I tell you how we that's don't hot. Know. I, no, actually, we do know. We do no, know. He does not, he does we, not get a better approach. That, that's we do know that. We've seen this twice, right? Yeah. When it happens personal, he got that journalist from the French Open fired who was just like, homeboy him. was. Yeah, he took that shit public immediately. He didn't have a letter. He went out there and said a thing and had the French Open remove that thing from the. The website, the website and the woman and that in order for that to have been on the website, that would have to be a sanctioned interview, right? That they would have to have some kind of uh, no. They just interviewed his wife, right? And they felt there was the and secondly, when that Nick Curious situation, right, he went directly to the board. He had his conversation. We don't know that. We, we know. No, we know publicly. what. Yes, but we have a, no idea if anything at all did or did not happen before he went public we don't know what but before what what went public for him when he said you know what i'm gonna go to the board about curios i'm gonna go you know get this journalist well first of all he and his coach did it publicly on twitter first and then and then the next thing we had was a statement from the board about nick's behavior so whatever happened it happened 
And he demanded that the board do something. He told the board to do something. So, I mean, I think that's probably what happened with this. It's interesting because the way it's been characterized by Djokovic was that the actual announcement in the Times from him and all of that stuff happened without... This is a guy who trains with Djokovic. He can he can text Djokovic. He can talk to Djokovic. Mm-hmm. Which is like, it's interesting that he had an opinion and that he shared it publicly. And I'm happy to hear that he had an opinion. So, it and you know what? And they talked about it. But, but I guess I, I, love, I just don't I trust any Well, no, right? Because the thing that's funny <laughs> is then he's like, oh, but we're going to talk about it at training. And I was like, mm-hmm. you all have access to each other. What is this? Is it, is, are right. we not in the 21st century? And it's the same thing with the Federal and the Nola and the Rafa situation. Rafa was just like, my phone was charged. I didn't see anything, right? And Federal Novak said, I didn't have time for me. <laughs> Novak oh. didn't have time. And then Novak came out and said, it, it was disappointing to see certain big stars of the sport come out and say something when we were, yeah. when, you know, they could have just reached out and yeah, tried to talk. I just like, probably but they did, shit. I'm sure. There all are in some days because these are all people, if there's any real incentive to talk, to talk. Well, because the other <laughs> thing is, Federer said when he returned to the tour that he spoke to everyone else on the council except Novak. Right. So, that doesn't make for a good look for the leader. Exactly. Like talk to talk so to, talk to people even if you don't. Want I mean, their you opinion, have to talk to them. Yeah, <laughs> yes. You ha- listen. You always should know what the other side is thinking. If they're on the other side, and it should even be conceived yes. of as the other side because it really seems almost like Novak doesn't want to talk to people who may have an opinion other than one that is shared with him. Seems like. It. But here's the problem: we don't know the fuck he's thinking, though. And everybody's so not sure what he's thinking. N- Nobody knows what he's thinking. He's I'm not just saying this stuff from a phone. <laughs> well, the thing about it that's so funny okay. is he's communicating. But it's so interesting, right? Because he thinks he's saving the world, but he's not telling anybody what what kind of world he's saving. Yeah, and that's problematic, boo. That's the how guru that's influence. This motherfucker no, thinks he can world. hit a ball using telekinesis. Come on. <laughs> well, also that he presumes that he's the cleverest person <laughs> in, in the, the room. room. And that he knows what's best for everybody, and that no one knows what's best for themselves. And it's clear that people, and if 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 Stanley can't talk to you about this shit, you can't talk to Federer, you can't talk to Rafa, and none of the other players seemingly knows what to go on, except um, Janko Tripsavich, who's like he does more for everybody than anybody else. Like, um, yeah, but nobody seems to know that, Dubu. We don't know. Nobody has idea, any idea what is it you're doing, but okay. If you think you're doing something wonderful, good. But guess what? They're going to vote your ass back up in there, though. Watch and see. You're going to be a one-term president. <laughs> you're not going to get a second shot at this shit. Well, they're going to have to like stash up. No, I don't think so. <laughs> because this is a crucial moment. Hmm. We don't see a whole lot of returning people. Yeah. Well, it'll be fun. I mean, I think what's interesting to me is how I didn't feel like any of the younger people were activated by this. Right? But you know what? That's typical. Right. That's typical in a world of any type of politics. It takes a lot to get young people um, interested. They don't typically think or understand that it matters. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it sucks, but um, because they're going to be the ones that either benefit or get screwed by the decision-making process that's happening right now. So it's in their best interest to speak up and to get motivated and to say what you want and what you expect and, and to fight Mm -hmm. for it. But it's very typical in life for 
younger people to feel like this doesn't affect me mm. and I don't need to do anything about it right now. They don't get well, it. The brains aren't mature. True story. Mm. <laughs> a 19 year old's brain is not matured. No, that's science. Well, well they're going to find out because even though they don't want something to happen or they think something isn't happening, it's it doesn't stop it from under happening. Under your shop, right? <laughs> under your shop. Is, you know what I mean? Is. And you're going to, um, we see this every day. Voting matters, it people. Matters. Well, the younger folks. And you don't live in a consequence free world. Yeah. So you don't get to younger people weigh heavy and live life. Well, really I was don't. surprised, though. I was surprised, like, with all the back and forth and all the craziness of this moment, that, like, no, none of the young people were like, I should be activated. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, one or two of them say, hmm, maybe I should try to figure out how to get on the board. It was all sort of older people, mm-hmm. which I thought was really funny. Well, you also have to remember how the board works right you yeah. have one person representing a certain ranking yeah. level so yeah that's true that matters also i mean there's again there's just a lot of things that go into it and it's it's a lot to wrap your mind around mm-hmm. maybe that's part of the problem though maybe you don't want to talk to the person maybe you don't want to talk to your representative in your place yeah right let's say you're ranked in the 20 to 40 you don't want to talk to let's say it's nick curious right you don't want to talk to Nick because that represents that you're still in the 20 to 40 range. Yeah. You're trying to move. You want to aspiration. I want to talk to the guy in one to 10 range or something like that. Maybe that's part of the issue. I don't know. But I mean, like, but anyway, there's a myriad of reasons why people don't seem to want to get involved and they should. Oh, so it looks it like you'll have, happen. but regardless of what happens, it looks like you'll have new board, a new person chosen um, in two days. In two, two days. And we'll it's probably going to be something, someone that we didn't even, you know, that's not even on the list. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so tennis. <laughs> a fun time. Yeah. Well, anyway, I don't know if we have any time for any more because we, it is um, uh, Mother's Day. Um, I really think what we should do is set a time right now so that we're accountable. I really want to talk about that Yanko um, interview, but I want to. Look at you. I look do. at you. I want to talk about it, but I, I think we should just dedicate some time to do that and only discuss that. Or some other things. I mean, yeah, maybe during a slow period in the summer. When, um, or no, like later up. this week. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I'm teasing. But soon it will. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot. Okay. There's, I mean, it is very much a lot. Um, I think um, maybe we'll just, maybe we tack on one issue at the, at the well, time. There's something else on the agenda, right, Andrean, that we didn't mention besides the Yanko bit? And I feel like people didn't do their homework. I feel um, like fans didn't do their homework because if fans listen to that Yanko um, thing, they would have been here with notes and they wouldn't. I haven't seen any tweets. <laughs> no, it's all good. No, I think we, we hit up everything. The Williams are back. Follow up on Justin. Nobody contact Federer for quote. That was weird. And then Stan's letter. Um, but I think um, we can, we can, I mean, what we can do, because we have some moments is we can pull apart some of the Yanko moments. We may have to have a full episode to, talk about some of the stuff um actually it'd be interesting to kind of listen to the things that different players have been saying throughout the throughout the this last process? couple months results so that we can be like this it actually ties in because yanko's ways ties in um to tie into a lot right here so that's cool so, okay we'll do that um it's Fun. Um, it looks like the finals has started. Novak held from fifteen thirty. Okay. 
So um, uh, everyone probably is pretty hopeful that Tsitsipas could win because he did beat Novak in um, Canada. Mm. Novak is already up. (laughs) Novak is up for break already, so it's probably not looking good. Um, Good. Well, dirty Jesus, say Sam some Pulse prayers. Not even winning on clay. Oh, mm. Dirty Jesus. Benoit pairing a struggle in, in um. Who's not winning on clay? cool one so far? Ooh. Cole Schreiber beats Simone. I'm Jenny. Hmm. So, um, yes, Cam- Cameron Nooney. I'm happy. Um, oh, yeah. I forgot. Um, there's a little young, exciting prospect from Karen from Chile. Uh he did a smart thing. He won uh-huh. a tournament recently. I want to say. He did a smart No, no, thing no, no, no. That's not the smart Jesus. thing that he did. But he won. I'll tell you what it is. He won Munich. <laughs> yes, he won Munich. He, he beat um, Berrettini. And um, what he decided to do mm. was that he was like, I'm not going to play Rome. I'm not going to play Madrid. I'm going to rest up and I'm going to play Geneva. Oh, and also Pea. You know, Pea is, I mean, I think everyone should take a break. Good deal. Yeah, take all Anyone the who's had a really good. Yeah, everyone. Who's yeah, he's really taking a break, so far. I am gonna be looking for him to win a cup. Might might even eke into the second week of the French Open because I mean, Chichenato got to the semifinal last yeah, year, hey, so I mean, we'll hey, see. anything's possible. But Federer is back, so that's gonna cut block it. a second a section right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is cut blocking a certain <laughs> section right there. So, well, we'll see. We'll see. Looks like Federer might end up playing what. Um, he either plays um an American or someone else, or someone else. <laughs> man, that is some good stuff. I know, Andrew. right? I'm trying to remember his name. He's gonna have an opponent. No, it's either it's TFO. Yeah, TFO, TFO, who or or who or Susa? Yeah. It probably is going to be TFO. Uh, Bona Charge is playing um, Felix. That's going to be exciting. He's playing Sanga. I like that a lot. Pretty. He's playing Sanga in the first round. Pretty. So, Pretty. Oh, my God. Rafa and gets Ida Shadi like Gasquet. I mean, why? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> like nice let's let Nadal into nice the third round, please. People like that. Don't let's not embarrass Gasquet. I watch his ass shit talker. They need him. They need him. All right. All right. Let's go watch some. Let's go watch some Nole right. versus Titi Bas right. final. Um, <laughs> it's been yeah, lovely, yeah, y'all. We enjoyed the sound effects. Shoot. All right. I don't know. Don't forget to like us on iTunes. Podbean. Well, I don't know if it's going to be in Zencaster. I'm going to be trying to like get it. it? I don't know. <laughs> but it sounded great, didn't it? Sounded great. I like your sound. So thank y'all for listening and let us know how you think <laughs> our new day. setup is and whether we need to change things around. But we know we got a little problem. No, you don't get a fix that. We can fix it. Yeah. Bye folks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>